Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm um, I'm good, I guess. After seeing this episode, I'm... Nothing about road rage. Go out and just start flinging vehicles around. Okay, I was gonna say, you know, road rage. Nothing. Okay. Simpsons rage. Simpsons uh, that's rage. That's what I'm getting. From yeah, this. yeah. That's that's a good. If there was a if there was a condition caused by what having to watch post Golden Year Simpsons and dig deep into them, Simpsons rage might be a good way to describe it. Hi guys, we are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to Patreon.com/slash The Simpsons Show. Uh, appreciate everyone who takes the time, who supports us. We uh, thank you. Helps keep the show going. On to this week's episode. Marge Simpson in Screaming Yellow Honkers, episode AABF10, originally aired February 21st, 1999, written by David M. Stern, directed by Mark Kirkland. Two veterans, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that means much anymore. <laughs> okay. Finished 43rd in the ratings, a Nielsen rating of 8.7, approximately 8.6 million, million viewing households, third highest rated show on Fox a week following, Ally McBeal and The X-Files. Usual suspects at this point. Yeah. Chalkboard gag, grammar is not a, to- a time of waste. Get it? Yes. Yes, I get it. I, I mean, grammar is – I would say grammar is important. It's very important for As- understanding. Yeah, I would say grammar, especially starting out. All right, I'm, I'm all for – um, I, I think when you start and you're starting out writing and starting out describing, uh, and, ha- and how to talk and, and things like that, grammar is very important because it gives you a good baseline in which you can then deviate with, uh, deviate from and play with, you know, in, in further. Okay. I'm <sighs> the couch gag. The Simpsons sit on the couch, uh, as normal, then a crash bar lowers on another laps and they go on a roller coaster. I believe we've seen this one. Probably. Probably. Um, this late in the season, they're not ready to put out new ones. Well, it's not. I mean, we're in the middle, fifteenth episode, so like two thirds of the way through. So yeah, this is this yeah. is right about the time. Uh, the episode begins with a faculty talent show uh, for Springfield Elementary with a two milk minimum. No orange drink today. No watered nope, down nope. orange drink. Single milk. They got milk, or is it milk? It says milk. It's elementary school, so oh, yeah. it's either rat milk or milk. Take your pick. Those are my choices. <laughs> Yep. They've also got extra large and extra small t-shirts. Can I have water? Oh, they ran out of extra large. Never mind. You waited too long. <laughs> Great. Um, we get this. The, it, uh, I don't know why everyone is here at this show. Their kids aren't in it. Why would parents go? <laughs> because they're forced to, I guess. I don't know. I don't. The, I, of all the things that make no sense in this episode, this is the thing that does not bother me that much. Whatever. It's actually probably my favorite part of the episode is this uh, talent show. Uh, we get the uh, a song and dance routine uh, with the 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 teachers to start off. They do a, a little uh, – was it Fame from Fame? Uh, they do a little parody of that. Then we get Grins Keeper Willie. Good evening. Our old friend Noah Webster defines laughter as the act or sound – of laughing. <laughs> well illustrated, Nelson. And now, fasten your funny bones for groundskeeper. Oh, or should I say, grinskeeper? No, I'm sorry, groundskeeper was correct. Willie. How many of you hail from the fair city of Edinburgh? Sir, have you noticed how North Edinburgh golfers put like this, and South Edinburgh golfers put like this? Eh? Eh? Oh, I see. 
Well, it's not funny unless he's down on his knees scooping up your little brat's puke. <laughs> Thank you. You've been great. That is some quality, <laughs> specific uh, comedy from Willie. You can hear the thunder over there, Matt. I know. It's quite uh, loud. Florida <laughs> in the summertime. Gotta love it. Um, Kerbopel does a burlesque routine uh, to Fever, which is generally a good song. But unless Krabappel is, uh, you know, gradually getting naked from balloons. I, yes, not great. Then we get a uh, who's on first routine between Skinner and Superintendent Chalmers, which immediately is ruined by Skinner. Um, As it is, you, you never want Skinner to be your, your straight man or your comedy man. Neither work very well. <laughs> not, he's not good at either. He's neither Abbott nor Costello. Uh, so then there's intermission. Everyone leaves because why on earth are they there to begin with? Um, Homer steals some snacks, doesn't pay for them. That is low on the list of jerk Homer in this episode. Uh, Marge is driving. Uh, they're in, her, I guess her car. Are they in her car at this point? Like it looks really? like her eyes orange instead of pink. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, but basically there's a traffic jam getting out of the school parking lot and, uh, everyone is yelling. Uh, about driving. Whoopsie. This could take a minute. There's an opening, Mom. I don't know. I, I hate to change lanes once I get going. That's really for race car drivers. Mom, to your left. He's letting you in. Go! Come on, Mom. Done it, woman! Down. No, no. As soon as I get over, that lane will stop moving. Irma Bombeck said so, and Dave Barry agrees. Suck, Marge. Come on, move it, you clowns! What in blazes? So long, schlubs! Wow, did you see that thing, Marge? So powerful, so commanding. So forceful and raw. It didn't ask, it just took. Uh, yeah, Crushy's driving Candy Narrow and avoids all the traffic. I why is everyone yelling? Goes at Marge? Onto what appears to be a flat grass that any of those vehicles could have handled without much. I of mean, an issue. It, cl- it did climb a fence. It climbed a, a stone, like a concrete barrier that was probably like four feet tall. So that a regular, I, the an SUV couldn't do that either. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, also, never take advice from Dave Barry and Irma Bombeck. <laughs> I enjoy them, but don't take advice from them. I don't. Everyone's yelling at Marge. Why are they yelling at Marge, Matt? Because they want to get home quickly for There's some reason. How many people are at? How many people you say if they fill the school's auditorium? How many people is that? A mm, couple hundred. So uh, probably a hundred vehicles. That would take forever to get out of there, Bobby. Come on, God. I, I have. I think everyone has been in situations where they're leaving an event and there's some traffic, a hundred vehicles would take like five minutes to get onto the road. It would not take depends on the road around them, but yes, you're right. But they're yelling at Marge because Marge is a, a, a fine. She's fine. She's fine. She's not doing anything wrong, but we'll, again, we're not supposed to, I don't think this episode wants us to think she's just being a wuss, which people are allowed to do. It's defensive driving. It's okay. She's she's driving, yeah. all right? Homer's the one. Homer when Hom- Homer could have driven and driven however he wanted. But Homer sits in the passenger seat eating snacks. Okay. So she uh, 
she is she she drives slowly, but Homer is enamored by the Canyon Arrow, which we we get a return of the Canyon Arrow, I suppose. So Homer goes to the, the car dealership to buy a Canyon Arrow. Gills, we get some Gill in here. Uh, being Gill, his sail is stolen from him, and I don't. We get the. This feels exactly like the sequence from the Super Bowl episode, except it's just selling a car instead of fixing a car. Yes, Homer is being taken advantage of because he doesn't care. It and he just blindly accepts it, pays all this money. Uh, we find out that with Homer takes the Canyon Narrow to work, that he accidentally bought a lady's car. <laughs> Sorry, Homer. We thought you were one of those hot to trot soccer moms. Yeah, you don't see many men driving the F-Series. Huh? See? Instead of a cigarette lighter, it's got a lipstick holder. Ah, <gasps> oh, crap! It's a girl's car! I can't drive this! Oh, sure you can, doll face. <laughs> Pretty thing like you can do whatever she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Screw you guys! <laughs> Lousy F series, frilly, girly, fruity car. <laughs> Where's your keys? I'm taking your car to work. You cashed in your 401k to buy that stupid Canyon Arrow. Why can't you drive it? Are you saying I'm gay? Because if that's what you think, then just come right out and say it. I don't think you're gay. I just have to do my grocery shopping. Now, please, give me my keys. Fine. <sighs> What, Robbie? Do you have a problem with Homer uh, questioning his masculinity? I'd be fine with it if it was anything. If it had anything to do with this episode, mm, true. It's the only reason Homer is an awful misogynist is because they need Marge to get a big car. Yeah, there's no organic way for Marge to just get the car by herself. It has to be Homer being awful. Yeah, uh, Homer is, and like, if you want to make an episode about how you know they market products differently to men and women and some for some reason that big suv that looks exactly like every other big suv is a, a lady car and like you want an episode about that and other products like that sure that's fine you want to do a, a, a you want a, a, an episode about like um the, you could do that you can make an episode about that but it's not about that because marge takes no. the car uh, we we get a sequence where it has an onboard computer that obeys voice commands like opening moon roofs and or sunroofs and because uh, um, they totally had that in the nineties. Yep, Matt. This again. I'm I'm kind of like there's a million little nits to pick where I go. This is terrible, but I just ignore. Like there's bigger fish to fry. I'm not wasting my time on it anymore. True. Uh, so. Marge takes the car and uh, Bart and Lisa go with her. They're gonna, she's gonna go grocery shopping, I suppose, with the kids, which seems like a nightmare. I would, get, if if you could leave them home, I would, but whatever. Uh, we get Lisa talking about SUVs or how SUVs are dangerous, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, that's I don't. Again, the episode isn't about that, so it's nice it's there, but it doesn't mean anything. The episode doesn't actually confront any of that. Because on the way back home from the grocery store, they are stuck in a traffic jam. You know, all the Springfield traffic jams. Oh, yeah. Spring up whenever they're necessary for the plot. And Marge. Yeah. I mean, you, they could have taken 10 seconds to say, oh, there's an accident up there. And shown a full image of an accident. A weird thing that would only happen in Springfield. But they didn't even bother to do that. <laughs> I don't. Again, they 
and then they have there's a little there, there's an argument and Marge sees a way out. Uh oh, gridlock at twelve o'clock. <laughs> We're so close to the house. Um, I don't want to alarm you, but the ice cream's starting to go south. Hmm. Hey, give me some of that. Ah! Mom, Bart sprayed whipped cream in my eye. I did not. Ah! What's coming out? <sighs> All right. Hey! Come on, Mom. Just cut across the field. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't seem right. Do you want to spend your whole life doing what's right? Of course not. Let's do it. Can you know? No! You the man, Mom. Out of my way, nature. I'm pretty sure out of my way nature is part of the whole Republican platform. And this is, I, looking back, Matt, this is exactly where I'm, I'm off with this. I'm off with this episode. I am all, I'm not on board. I am off board, whatever that means. This really, this this was it. This is where you you fell off the wagon. Why? No, this is where it starts is what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying this is, this is fine. You know, it's not terrible. And if they followed it up with actual, some kind of meaningful character development, it would be a good start. But it made me think of Springfield Connection, which is another Marge episode, an episode where Marge is inspired and and has a a change of heart, a change of character to a certain degree. And it is also about, like, Marge is oftentimes this very passive-aggressive, kind of timid housewife character. Mm Mm-hmm. In Springfield Connection, she is inspired uh, when she sees Homer get robbed by Snake to chase down Snake. And then when cornered by him, a fight or flight response is triggered and she whacks him in the head with a garbage can lid. And then there is a long sequence after that where, you know, she goes to the grocery store and like life is just not as thrilling anymore. And she like she just can't find the same motivation to do the normal chores that she does, the normal things as the homemaker does. And so she becomes a, a police officer. You're you're following me? I'm following you, yep. Okay. I, I think I see where you're going, but keep going. Okay. This and, and so you see you see the steps there, right? You see, okay, so she is fed up when you know there's that the three uh, the three card money game, Homer gets robbed, Snake runs, no one does anything. Everyone else is inactive. And Marge, you, you get a very small moment where Marge goes, why isn't anyone doing anything? And she chases after Snake, and then she's cornered by him. And you see that development. You understand it, and it makes sense. And that is a kind of traumatic event, uh, especially for Marge, to be cornered in an alley by a, a thief. And then she... With a knife. With a knife, and he she knocks him out, the trash can. And you understand why she changes after that. Because it is right. it is a big thing. Like if I was cornered in an alley by a thief with a knife and I managed to get out by beating him up, I think I would think differently after that. And you understand why Marge does. Marge after this, this is the moment where Marge characters turns in this episode. Where she is, you see Marge prior to this, where she is a timid driver, defensive driver. If you want to be nice, and the rest of the family's yelling at her, blah 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 blah. 
And then there's this moment where she takes the Homer's new car and gets groceries and sees an opportunity to skip some traffic, which is, again, driving over some flat ground, which any car could do. But whatever, yeah. whatever. She she takes it off road, avoids the traffic, which is fine. But after this, after, so after this, she becomes a raving maniac. And I'm supposed to believe that her averting some minor traffic makes her a psychopath? Yes, Robbie. You are absolutely supposed to, to believe that. Okay. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Because this is the point where – this is the moment where, like, in Springfield Connection, this is the, the point where she fights Snake. And this is not traumatic. It is traffic. Right. It's something that everyone has. A, if there was some way for her to, like – have her constantly avoid traffic uh, for some reason. Maybe instead she gets uh, – they didn't have hybrids back then. But something like that where they are able to go around people and she gets addicted to that and gets addicted to the speed. That would make a little more sense. But just having an SUV doesn't make you super ragey. Yeah. Uh, that we go to commercial, Matt. Uh, oh, you're going to pass it off to me now. Thanks. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right, so uh, at this point, we're back at the house. Uh, Marge has gotten home, and so has Homer. Uh, there's a terrible joke about Bart becoming Baron Chicken Pants by pulling a chicken up around him. Uh, Homer is sitting on the couch and finds a three-chambered peanut and starts freaking out and has to show Marge. But Marge is outside installing new headlights because, hey, turns out Marge really likes her new car, so she's going to accessorize it. Totally makes sense at this point. Perfect. Uh, Marge, of course, is distracted because she's finally got a thing and doesn't want to. Homer is freaking out because, you know, Marge is not there to watch him eat things. I'm not saying that's wrong or anything, but I. Yeah. Marge really is in your car all of a sudden. Matt. Well, yeah, because her new car is so awesome. She's got to drive it all the time. And somehow that turns into her being incredibly aggressive, I guess. The next day she goes out and she's just swerving in and out of traffic, going off the road to go around people, tries to pass a funeral, and uh, she gets pulled over uh, by Police Chief Wiggum because obviously that is pretty darn illegal. Hey! Oh, great. What do I do? This better be important. Can the sweet talk, Thelma and Louise? You have a serious mental illness. The technical term is road rage. I'll see you tomorrow morning at traffic school, Speedy. And you got exactly five seconds to get out of my sight. Uh, why are the pretty ones always insane? Yep, that's Police Chief Wiggum's uh, thing. The pretty ones are always insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I doesn't matter. Marge goes to traffic nope. school. It's there. And things happen. This is this all this is this yep. whole episode. It's just things happen. There's no reason. It's just stuff. Just plot. Just thrown at us. That is correct. So, uh, as Robbie said, Marge goes to traffic school the next day, and it's you know a whole bunch of people who we've known to be angry people. Uh, you've got Agnes Skinner, I believe. Mo is there, and do you remember anyone else? Kearney. The only two that stuck out to me. Kearney, of course, because he's still in elementary school despite. <laughs> Being old enough to have his own child and to shave. <laughs> and and he drives. He has a driver's license. Obviously. Obviously. So, yes. Uh, and uh, traffic school is interesting. Okay. I assume you all know why you're here. That's right. You're all angry, sick people. But over these next eight hours, 
you will be broken down to the level of infants, then rebuilt as functional members of society, then broken down again, then lunch, then, if there's time, rebuilt once more. All right, roll it, Lou. Hello, I'm Sergeant Crew, and I'm here to talk to you about road rage. Duh. Quiet, fat soul. The sergeant's talking. Go on, dear. In these modern, hectic days of fast food, answering machines, and one-night stands, people are getting angrier. Now, what you're about to see is not pretty. Cut me off, will ya? Learn to drive, dimwit! I sentence you to kiss my ass. Look familiar? It should. Anger is what makes America great. But you must find the proper outlet for your rage. Fire a weapon at your television screen. Pick a fight with someone weaker than you. Or write a threatening letter to a celebrity. So when you go out for a drive, remember to leave your murderous anger where it belongs. At home. So, yes. Uh, um, anger is what makes America great. Matt, can I ask you a for question? For some reason. Yeah. So... This episode is about how we are kind of given different messages about emotion, about how and how we're like raised socially to sometimes being bold and aggressive is good, and then often and then we're also also told not to be aggressive and and uh, and bold at times. Is that about that delicate balance of of the the weird mismatch of what we're told culturally and socially through art and our families and friends versus how we are actually expected to behave once we grow up? That's what this episode's about. You are giving it way more credit than I think anyone actually thought into this episode. That would be a good episode. Oh, so this episode is about isn't about that. No, this episode is about, hey, Marge gets angry and somehow it saves her life. Oh, wait, no, the anger doesn't save her life. The vehicle and watching Dateline NBC does. But we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, I miss Trey McClure. I miss Phil Hartman. I know. I feel like that could have been a really good sketch or, you know, uh, training film. But no. Yeah. Uh, what does happen. Yeah. What happens, yeah. man? Yeah. Uh, what happens next is Curtis E. Bear, which is just uh, Eddie uh, in a costume, uh, gets to be beaten on uh, by the attendees. I don't know how it's supposed to help their anger uh, because it has been shown quite frequently that working out your anger is actually bad. Why are they angry? Well, Agnes is a very angry person uh, at this point, Marge. I mean, I've known people who are prone to anger. Mm-hmm. But they don't just – they're just not constantly angry. It's not like it's a state of being. Well, for some people it is. I, I mean Agnes seems like the kind of person that gets angry at the drop of a hat. Everyone else there, I don't know why, just because the plot requires it. Thank you. That's the answer I was looking for, Matt. The plot requires it. <sighs> Fair enough. Moving along, uh, once the, uh, the session is over, everyone seems to be in much better spirits. None of them aren't anger, angry at all anymore. I guess they did have time after the lunch to be built back up into productive members of society. Uh, Mo offers to get sexual on Marge to help her with her anger. Uh, she says thanks. No thanks, thankfully. But once everyone gets back behind the wheel, uh, the anger returns for everyone, especially Marge. Because when people get behind the wheel, they just 
become dumb as dirt. Uh, that's not a joke or anything. That is just fact. Uh, apparently putting a person behind two tons of murder machine makes them act like they're the only person in the world. So Marge gets angry again. Uh, but in the course of her anger, she crashes her car into the prison, which is next door for some reason, lets out all the inmates uh, who were only one day short of being rehabilitated, because that's how that works. So police chief Wiggum tears up her license and she is no longer allowed well, to drive. To be fair, Marge has to tear up her own license because Wiggum has stubby fingers. That's right. Wiggum has stubby fingers. Cause apparently all you need is long fingers to tear up a laminated license. It's still pretty hard to tear up a laminated license. Marge is just, she has that mom strength where she's just like, yeah, rips exactly. it. That's a different episode, honestly. Uh, the one where Marge uh, gets strong and also gets angry. Marge has a problem with anger, I think, I, is what you're getting at. I, I mean, what I'm getting at is the this, this era of the show uh, doesn't understand how, like, they just conflate strength and anger together, which I think is very interesting. And, like I said, would be an interesting way, thing for an episode to cover and to dissect how Americans, we often conflate those things, anger and uh, and strength. But it doesn't. And, and, like, this episode could do that because, like, if you want, like, Marge is the hero of this episode. Right. Not by conquering her anger, anger but because of it. Yeah, by utilizing the thing that is supposed to, is, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make there's no there's it doesn't say anything either way. It's just like yeah, things happen. We don't we're not interested in thing in anything beyond beyond that. Um, Marge hates not having her license, which I yeah that would be terrible. Um, but she's stuck at home. She can't drive. Um, Homer goes to uh, an, Wild Animal Kingdom with the kids um, and shoots a lemur because he's Homer's not a good person. Bart, they're not here to entertain us. I've seen plays that were more exciting than this. Honest to God, plays! I don't want to pay four bucks to watch some monkey wannabe lay in the sun. But, Dad, lemurs are nocturnal. Don't worry, honey. Daddy will fix that broken animal. No! I'm not going to hurt him. I'm just going to wake him up. So, that is the beginning of a long action sequence full of animals uh stampeding yep one animal bites another animal bites another animal they go crazy uh the rhinos there's a they have a, how many rhinos they have they have like i know right most most zoos and theme parks have one maybe two they have a whole herd of like, <laughs> a dozen or more <laughs> yeah there's a lot of rhinos in this place so uh we get a long action sequence of the animals stampeding everyone running chaos uh, rhinos break free. Um, Homer yells, Jumanji. Chief's nothing, yeah. un- unfortunately. So, <laughs> one of the only good jokes in the episode. <laughs> he just comes back around, Matt. You know, they were referencing that, the yep. 90s movie, and now there's a new Jumanji for us to, even though they're not connected, really. Um, so, at this point, there's wild animals on the loose. Rhinos, mostly. I didn't really see anything else. I guess rhinos are probably the most dangerous. I mean, elephants would be, or hippos, but rhinos are, they do have the horns. It's pretty. Right. And they're, they're big on stomping you. They're not as dangerous as hippos, but they're darn close. They're, I mean, I don't, they weigh a lot. I don't want to be close to them if they're angry. Um, so, okay. So there's rhinos on the loose in your town. You're the police chief. Who do you go to to ask for help? 
Someone who knows animals, I would assume. Wrong, Matt. That is a wrong answer. You go to a lady you arrested a couple days ago. Ah, nuts. Isn't there anybody who can round up these thunder lizards? Well, they need a pretty rugged vehicle. And a heart to match. Hmm. I'd like to help you, Chief, but my license was revoked. Seems I'm full of rage. Then do it for this adorable little puppy. Look at that puppy, mine. That's your hat. She's good, Chief. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got some dust that needs busting. Yep, the puppy that is just his hat. That just... <laughs> I, that's, I don't mind. Like, there's a lot of little minor gags in here and there that are funny. Like the, like, Wiggum pretending his hat is a dog. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's fine. And, like, but why are they going to Marge? There's rhinos. Because she rhinos, would, they Matt. need someone with a rugged heart and a vehicle to match. Ma- rhinos. Yeah, Robbie. Well, I don't get it. Do you not understand this? I, I guess I don't. That's it's it's just okay. So we get the first half of the actions, like we've railed on and on about season ten actions moments and action sequences and in the, the third act. Uh, this episode has two of them. First, the giant animal stampede, uh, and then Marge uh, first denying help from Wiggum, but then she sees on television that Homer is in danger. And the kids are in danger from the rhinos. So she dr- again. This is an extraordinarily long action sequence. I did not capture any of it because it's just a bunch of noises and honking. Um, Homer Matt is very correct in that Marge uses the power of honking to round up the rhinos. <laughs> which, yep, that's uh, that's what I know. That's how rhinos behave in real life. There's Marge saves the day. Really, that's what it is. It comes down to. She gets most of the rhinos herded up. However. This is part three of the action sequence. There's one rhino loose that just won't obey the honking, I suppose. It's true. It's, it's too strong for the honking to take it. Uh, okay. And uh, so it snares Homer in his belt with its horn and just carries him around town. Which is good because it could have just stomped on him and killed him. <laughs> I, better, I, mean, I guess. I guess it is better that it did not murder him right away. We have to save that for the end credits, Matt. Uh, it Homer gets a lot of violence inflicted on him, which is the again another. Hey, Homer was bad this episode, right? He did some. He was mean and stupid. Let's just have him beaten by uh having have him get run through fences and whatever by this rhino he gets trapped in a porta potty i'm at least glad they didn't resort to the lowest common denominator with the porta potty jokes uh with the the, the porta potty did not flip over thankfully thank goodness for that uh, there's small mercies in life uh so there is finally the rhino and the rhino is attacking homer i don't know don't know why it's targeting homer it doesn't matter they don't want to explain it to us so we don't need to worry about it right right uh the toilet's attacked then the the, the rhino is going to go on a final charge but marge sees it and flips her suv and sets it on fire and the rhino gets distracted and save she saves homer then they explain it all away and then they talk about NC- nbc a little bit Wow, you are so much cooler than Millhouse's mom. Yeah, way to channel that rage, Simpson. How did you know your plan would work, Mom? Thanks for asking. Well, I was watching Dateline, and Stone Phillips said SUVs always roll over when you turn sharply, and the gas tanks explode at the drop of a hat. 
And she also knew if a rhino sees a flame, he'll instinctively try to put it out. Stone Phillips again! Is there anything that guy doesn't know? Why, oh, this Stone Phillips sounds like quite a bloke. What television network is he on? Why, NBC, of course. NBC has lots of great shows, and their news and sports coverage can't be beat. Do you think there's anything great on NBC right now? Oh, I'm sure of it. But there's only one way to find out. I'd like to read the following statement, but I do so under my own free will. It has come to my attention that NBC sucks. I apologize for misleading you and urge you to watch as many Fox shows as possible. So, in summary, NBC bad. Fox, good. CBS, great. That's the end. So that's, now Homer's dead. Now Homer's dead. That's the end of the episode. Um, this is terrible. Yeah, it's uh, it's really, really bad. It's very bad. It's does it have things are just happening? I don't. I'm gonna ask this question: Why? Why do the characters do what they do? I hope you're not asking me for a reason because I I have none. I am asking you, Matt. You are my co-host. You're supposed to provide me with. You have to talk me down uh, at times when I whenever things like this happen. Where, what, like. Why Marge is angry because she gets a new car that doesn't that's not a, that's not a good why uh, Homer shoots st- st- there's, there's rhinos why uh, uh, because there needs to be everything in this episode that happens is because there needs to be needs to be for this plot to happen and it's not especially funny um, it's it's it is that we've been talking about it. Season ten, random wackiness, just random wacky action sequences. Um, well, isn't that what people love about this? I like no, my. I, the answer is no, Rob. You can just say no. Okay, I was trying to be diplomatic. No, I don't like. I I like action sequences from time to time. There are certainly episodes that have action sequences in that I like a lot. I don't like anything in this episode. There's nothing I would. This is in the trash pile, along with the uh, when you dish upon a star <laughs> and Homer Simpson in kidney trouble. This is the disregard, forget pile. There's nothing in this episode that it doesn't, it says nothing of value and is not, doesn't, it it is just random assortment of scenes happening. Marge is angry because the episode says she is. Homer is a jerk because it says he is. The kids are forgotten. Um, There's rhinos. Like, why? Why are there rhinos? So many. They needed danger and they were thought, rhinos. Like, if this was an extended Jumanji parody, I would go, okay, that's something at least. There's no reason for the rhinos to be here. They just go to the zoo, and then suddenly there are rhinos. Yep. You, you, you can't – I don't – I'm not – I don't know. This episode's bad. That's all I got. Yep. I'm not – it's not yep. worth wasting my breath over it. Uh, we'll rank it at the end of the show. I know Matt's excited to do that. Well, it's pretty easy to figure out where <laughs> – in general, it's going to go <laughs> near the top. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, no submission for this for my favorite episode. However, this is Matt's cue to say shocking. Okay. No, no, this is entirely <laughs> expected. There is no there. I can't even feign surprise. Okay. Uh, for this episode, every of you do have a favorite episode, send it into Simpsons show at gmail.com. Explain why a certain episode is your favorite. I'll read it when we get there. We can move on, Matt, to our next segment. It's time for comments on the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments on the news group. Where Matt and I will each... Where Matt and I... Where, my brain 
not doing so hot. Comps to do scripts are a comb through the old alt.tv and a script. See what people were talking about a week or two after this episode debuted. Any interesting things that came out uh, in discussion or about the episode? Um, uh, reviews are kind of tepid, but most people think it's okay. They're wrong, but they did. <laughs> they still did think that this was a B in general. Most people were like, wow, it's fine. that is... They they were having some serious Stockholm syndrome. I I, I don't know. Back I think. Then. I mean, they didn't have it. They they. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, something. But there are a few people who think it's very bad, and they are right because it is. It is not good. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of little interesting tidbits in here though that I that are aside from the reviews. Um, people talking about GPS, Matt. Well, back then, that was a pretty new thing, so I'm sure a lot of people were confused as to what exactly it was, although I'm pretty sure they didn't talk to you directly like that back then. Not yet, anyway. No, probably not. One of the newest extras for the automobile is the GPS, or Global Positioning System computer. By triangulating your position from several satellites, it can tell you exactly where in the world you are, what roads you should take, how far to your destination, all within a few hundred feet. The military can find its location within a few hundred centimeters since the civilians' GPS systems are intentionally wrong, so that enemy missiles can't knock the satellites out of commission i don't know about all that i'm not exactly sure how long this has been around but i remember seeing a clip on them which used a c64 like cartridge for software so it's been a while of course there has been some stupidity surrounding the use of these machines i remember just recently someone drove a lake because someone drove into a lake because the gps told them it was still the road i mean there's still google maps still gets directions wrong it's true because people don't understand that computers are fallible just yeah. like humans because yeah. they were programmed by yeah. humans you gotta use your brain sometimes still uh, other people also miss Troy McClure, Phil Hartman. Uh, did anyone else miss Troy McClure during the Road Rage film? I can see it now. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such driver education films, such as Right Turn on Red, now legal in 49 states, and So, You've Hit a Dog. Very good. Uh, you know, I was thinking the exact same thing when I saw that, even though I knew he wouldn't be in it. When that film strip started, it just seemed weird to have anyone other than Troy narrating, not to mention disappointing. Yeah. Is this the last uh, film strip we get? Because I feel like we haven't had a whole lot of them since they Phil still, Hartman passed. I think they still do them. It's just not as often as they would. I think when you have Troy yeah. McClure as a character who's like repeatedly great at it, you're more likely to use them. Um, they bring up NBC there at the end and how good NBC is and how people should watch it. Uh, so what was on NBC at that time, Matt? Uh, I, I believe, if I'm reading this correctly, it was uh, either the end of a basketball game or Eraser. Yes, Eraser, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, or a Lakers-Sonics game. I, frankly, would rather watch either of those things before this. Oh, easily. Easily. Although, if it came down to it, I'd be watching Mr. Holland's Opus on, over on ABC, just like this guy. I mean, 99 Lakers, it had Shaq, uh, Shaq and Kobe. They're pretty good. I'd watch that. And Sonics, when you know that was before they left uh, Seattle, so that's a nice thing. Um, new, normally, Dateline they still a team? the Sonics. No, they're the Oklahoma Thunder now. Oh, okay. That's what happened to them. Although there is some back and forth about Seattle getting a team again, but I don't know if that will ever happen. Um, uh-huh. Also, Date, Dateline usually is on at the same time as The Simpsons. At least at that time, they were. It was, and that's why they probably referenced Stone Phillips so much. Um, but they didn't plan on, they didn't understand basketball happening, apparently. So, <laughs> oh no, basketball there, this, this episode is have a lot of cars in it. So of course the car watch guy, um, uh, makes a comment. Um, 
about all the vehicles that are in the episode. Uh, there's a tan uh, Volkswagen Beetle ahead of Marge when she and the Canyonera are stuck in traffic. Hans, Hans Molman drives a Ford Contour, uh, the original kind, with a small grill and headlights. Kearney has evidently traded up from the Hyundai because here he drives a Beetle, this time an orange convertible. And in real life, they did come back in that color. Um, some tidbits. Some tiddly bits. Mm-hmm. They're all much uh, more pleasant than this episode. Uh, that's about it. That's all I got, well, man. Good, good. Let's let's do trivia and, and then rank no, this no, no, uh, no, no, steaming no. pile. No, no, no. You're forgetting something, Matt. It's time for the next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog. We have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite romantic moment? A lot of good answers. Uh, appreciate everyone who takes the time. Um, Thank you for distracting us from this wonderful, <laughs> wonderful episode. It's fine. Chelsea, uh, first from Chelsea, uh, Marge asks, why so glum, Homer? I got a problem. Once you stop this car, I'm going to hug you and kiss you, and I'll never be able to let you go. And I never have. Very sweet. Uh, from Chris, it's easily Homer's postcard to Marge. Maybe it's the beer talking, but you got a butt that won't quit. Hey, we got these big chewy pretzels here. $5. Get out of here. Very romantic. From Ben, I'm going to, I'm going to the backseat of my car, and I won't be back for 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Amy, Homer's proposal to Marge. Marge reading the note while Homer is looking for something in the car. It's very good. Uh, from Chris, and I won't be back for 10 minutes. That's a very popular answer. Uh, Holly, I really love the montage of Homer and Marge kisses at the end of the love-themed clip show. Warms my heart. Uh, from Thomas, I think it would be hard to top that moment where Homer kisses Ned passionately during the sports game. Very romantic. Uh, from Kevin, oh, Margie, you came and you found me a turkey on my vacation from worky. <laughs> Remember when The Simpsons was okay being like cheesy, corny with their feelings? Yeah, yeah, back when they had feelings. <laughs> so, from Jason, Marge, and Homer's first kiss. Homer's very mysterious with an eye patch, and they really were in their own heavenly thoughts while kissing. All right, that episode. Uh, from Sarah, my favorite Amanda Moses is right before Homer gives the I'm going to hug you and kiss you speech in the episode the way we was when he takes the Mars corsage and uses it to fix her dress that already ripped, and he says, poor boo. The fact that they bonded over the private French lessons was very sweetly applied to this moment. The way we was is great. No disagreement here. Uh, from Jesse, it's a romantic fantasy. I imagine I'm the janitor and you're the janitor's wife. <laughs> uh, Ryan and Brian J. Feld, uh, Ralph and Lisa acting in, in I Love Lisa. The, their, that, the, the, when <laughs> Ralph shows surprising depth before they turned him into the joke factory. Uh, Adam F. Four Color Demon 2611. Definitely Homer's proposal in I Mary Marge. Uh, Carrie at CIC 66, Life in the Fast Lane, uh, Lenny. Hey, Homer, what do I tell the boss? Tell him I'm going to the backseat of my car with a woman I love, and I won't be back for 10 minutes. I, I'll say that all day. I don't care. Uh, Stephen at Stephen K. Mark, uh, Mr. Burns, uh, says, Homer, I want you to show this woman the time of her life. Uh, Homer's response, Marge, we are going to drive through and doing it twice. Very romantic. And finally, the professor. Yes, I would, Kent. When it turns out, Homer stays faithful to Marge over Mindy at the end of The Last Temptation of Homer. He chooses that Marge is the only woman he wants to share using a bed for eating, sleeping, and maybe building a little fort. Matt, what's your answer? Going to the back of my car with my woman I love and walking back for 10 minutes. Uh, I know it's a popular answer, but it is just the best. It really... Because that sums up 
our relationship so well. <laughs> it really it is the perfect kind of demonstration of Homer's kind of dumb charm, but also his sweetness and heart that I miss desperately at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, my answer is from Mysterious Voyage of Homer. Um, Marge tracking Homer down and they're in the lighthouse. That was a good one, yeah. I like that a lot. I really, yeah. I love that episode and that is Marge being proactive and like hunting down Homer when Homer and is knowing having... Homer. Yeah, knowing Homer and that is, and it's not like, it, like a lot of these episodes are um, that people have used were like, oh, they're having marital trouble or they're in one of their, you know, early relationship stuff in the way we was and I married Marge. Well, Mysterious Voyage of Homer is kind of not really them being angry at each other for any real reason. It's just kind of an existential Homer ex- having like an existential threat of, of being in this relationship. And you don't see that very often in long, ongoing sitcoms or shows. Um, next week's question, we talk a lot, so lately, about bad action sequences that are just there to fill time. Try, we're going to try and think of better days. What is your favorite action sequence from the show? Ooh, that's a good one. Because they're good ones. There's plenty of good ones. There's a lot of them. Uh, I, you guys, I'm sure, will have great answers, as always. I post this question on social media, facebook.com slash the Simpsons Show Pod, Twitter at Simpsons Show Pod, and you can email us at Simpsons Show Pod at gmail.com. Next up, it is time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is for Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other. I am four points back from Matt. I don't know. My questions are pretty easy this week. We'll see if that uh, sticks. I well, I hope so, Matt. I, I, I desperately hope that I win because okay. it's... Losing it every time is, I mean, I expect it, but it doesn't mean it's good. What is my easy question? All right, your easy question. What president is the base for Marge's statue in Marge and Chains? Uh, that would be Jimmy Carter. You are correct, sir. Malays forever. <laughs> your your questions, Matt, are all from Dumbbell Indemnity. Okay. Season 9, very recent. What is the name of the woman Mo dates? Uh Oh, um, um. Renee. Ooh, correct. That is correct. Ugh, that took longer than I like, it, but okay. Is that <laughs> your is that, medium question? I was going to ask you about. Is that is it easier to think of Renee or to think of the lady, the woman who played Renee? The woman who played Renee. All right, because <laughs> I, I I I know Helen Hunt's name left and right easily, but uh, Renee is only used that one episode and then abandoned. So you know that's true. That's true. What's my medium question? All right, your medium question. What is the name of Mr. Burns's movie in A Star Is Burns? Oh my god, I should know this. Have you ever seen a rainbow? Or no, that's his book. That's I'm his sorry. book. That's his book. No, no, no. That's not my answer. Not my answer. Okay. It is That's his How could I pull that? I can't think of the movie. Um Uh, I can't remember, Matt. I don't know. What is it? It is a Burns for All Seasons. <sighs> How do I remember Have you ever seen a rainbow, but I can't remember Burns for All Seasons. Okay. I could not tell you. Uh, my brain, my tell. dumb brain. Okay, your medium question, Matt. What book does Homer grab from the jail library cart? Oh, isn't it How to Escape from Jail? Is that your final answer? Yeah. 
Close, but no cigar. It is how to tunnel out of prison. Oh, how to tunnel out of jail. That's right. Okay. And then he hits uh, Hans Mole Man in the face with it. This will be useful. Uh, oh, poor, poor Mole Man. Poor Mole Man. Doesn't get many breaks. He's in jail, prison mm-hmm. library. He's in a, oh, okay. I'm a, we can't start t- talking about double, Dumbbell Indemnity. What's my hard question? All right. So your hard question. Where is the radio station where Lurleen's first song is played in Colonel Homer? Where is the radio station? Mm-hmm. The guy says, I got uh, a cousin over in blank that would like um, to play your radio station. Oh, uh, okay. Um, she's in the other county. She's in the, the Redneck County mm-hmm. where they serve FUD. That's the one. Uh, Spittle, Ca- I don't, Spittle County? I don't know, man. That is the county, correct. There, there's a city, though. Oh, there's a city. Oh, um, um, what's a dumb redneck city name? Um, um, I don't know. Uh, Blacklong. <laughs> Luckily, not true. <laughs> um, uh, it is actually Weevilville. Weevilville. Dear God. <laughs> yep. That's uh, okay. There's no way I'm getting that. All right, Matt. Your final. Your hard question. What does Mo pack to take on vacation to Hawaii? Okay. Um, he packs a scandalously revealing thong. Um, oh, man. Okay, let's think. I want to say a beach umbrella for some reason. Um, it's not coming to me. I'm not going to waste your time. Uh, scandalously revealing thong is correct. He does pack that. But he also packs a okay. ukulele, pineapples, and a beach pistol. Beach pistol. That's the one I was. I, I almost had. But why would you pack pineapples? You're going where they come from. Nah, it's you're putting too much thought into this. I know. I know. It's not. That's not a. <laughs> don't think. It. We both got a single point. Uh, I'm still four points behind. I'm getting there. I can do it. Maybe I didn't fall all behind. That's really the. I, I need to tie or ad- advance. I can't let Matt get any further ahead. Because we're getting to the point where there's not enough episodes left for me to overcome him. Right. Right. Uh, That'll do it for trivia for this week. We can move on to our final segment. Segment we end every single episode with. It is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is part of the show. Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever. And how good they are. Um, Matt... I think this episode's bad. Really? Me too. I think... My only question is, of the bottom three, where does it go? I would put it right up. I think it's better than... It's not... I think it is three from the bottom. I think it is better okay, so than... I would put it. I would below Homer's Odyssey and above Homer Simpson in Kidney Trouble. Yeah, because there are some redeeming jokes in this. Whereas the other, the two below it have nothing redeeming about them whatsoever. I would say that this episode has, it doesn't go to the depths of either of those other two episodes. Yeah, it is, not actively, it's not actively harmful. No, it is, it is just messy and, and empty and pointless. But it is not bitterly mean and cynical like Kenny Trouble is. Or so tone deaf like Wendy Dish Upon a Star is. Like... I can, you know what? March Simpson is screaming yellow honkers has Simpsons characters in it, you know? Yeah, it's true. It doesn't have not uh, all about. It doesn't star Alec Baldwin, Kim uh, Kim Basinger, and Ron Howard, with Homer guest starring. Yeah. 
Marge Simpson in Screaming Yell. That's that, it's nice that those two episodes are right next to each other. Uh, Homer Simpson in Kidney Trouble and Marge Simpson in Screaming Yellow Honkers. Uh, setting a bad precedence for that 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 way they titled those episodes, but that was easy. Uh, Matt and I both agree this episode's bad. Um, I think we could. I, I'm gonna like. There's a hard demarcation line be- below Homer's Odyssey where you don't need to watch them. I think I'd, I'd watch Homer's Odyssey again, you know? Yeah, I mean, that may just be because it, it's kind of hard to remember being season one. I'm sure if we watched it again, we'd be like, mm, nah. I mean, it's very bland and kind of, but it's not anywhere near the levels of those episodes below it. Not anywhere close. So that's a yeah. 203 on our list. Um, when you dish upon a star, is still last place at two hundred five, and first place is still Homer's Enemy. Hold strong. Yeah, I'm not sure we'll ever get another number one, but maybe, maybe it's possible. I, you know, it's possible. Um, our next episode is one that I have actually watched relatively recently. Uh, it is Make Room for Lisa. Oh, interesting one. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least the episode's a good start. Uh, yeah, good start. We'll talk about that next week. I think that'll do it for us today. You can find me online on Twitter, at Robbie Dorman. Please check out my other podcast, The Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books. And The Serial Fanaticist. It's about lots of things. My most recent episode, I cooked soup and then talked about it. It was fun, actually. I was wondering after the... <laughs> the title of your episode i'm like what in the world is that episode about good to know i cooked soup it was fun it was a good we're gonna do a bunch of old cooking shows we're gonna make food it was fun it was a it was a fun time i enjoyed it and the soup was good um matt does not participate in social media unless you certain level of patreon back here you want to find him uh that is true uh however i will be uh tracking uh the the volcano that is currently erupting in hawaii so i got my seismometer out so you know what that means underground explosions guys easiest way to get in contact easiest way easiest way easiest way uh that'll do it for us today i'm robbie and i'm matt and keep watching the simpsons just not this episode Shh.